podcasting for my sex writing cave where all the smut happens in real life and my head are on paper, this is the Smut Lancer Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss writing and creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. I'm your host and fellow Smut Lancer, Kayla Lords. Welcome to episode 43. This week, after a two-week break, I'm ready to talk about something that's been on my mind a lot lately, like at the end of 2018 and now, and it's about being intentional with everything we do. I think my word of 2019 will be intentional. I think that was probably what it's going to be. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced every Wednesday and show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. Follow me there or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at thesmutlancer. This week's episode is brought to you by QuickBooks Self-Employed. Is 2019 the year you want to grow your income and actually track it? I use QuickBooks Self-Employed to figure out how much I've made for the year, to project how much I will make, to keep track of my expenses, and to pay my quarterly taxes. Even if you don't need to do all of that yet, it's great just for tracking your income, no matter how big or small. If you use my special link, you'll save 50% off the cost for a year. That's as low as $5 a month to track your income. Uh, You just have to go to my special link. It's bit.ly slash smutlancer. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash smutlancer, bit.ly slash smutlancer. Or just use the link in the show notes and make 2019 the year you watch your smutlancer income grow. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. It's been a two. It was a two week break, and it was a wonderful two week break. I was very happy with my two week break, even though I got sick in my two week break, because of course I did. Um, I was, and I am full of ideas, Smutlancer content ideas. I um, some people keep a bullet journal to like track their mood or to know when their next appointment is, and I use it to hold all of my ideas. Um, I have the sloppiest bullet journal on the planet. I'm going to make a new one soon, I think, um, because I want it to be pretty because of course I do. Um, But that is where all of my ideas go to live. So they aren't rattling around in my head. And after about the first week of not really doing anything, I just was like, oh, I need to talk about this on the podcast. And I need to talk about that on the blog. And oh my gosh. So I'm absolutely full of ideas. Um, and I, it was really hard to pick today's podcast topic because several things sort of struck me. Um, I had some rants in my head about um, some things I see within the uh, sex blogging community. I have some thoughts in my head about audience building. Um, but I s- decided to go with the thing that really has been on my mind a lot over the past several weeks. Um Misha Elliott, amazing erotic writer. You should go check out her website, MishaElliott.com. She's the one that in, for 2018 told me about the concept of picking a word for the year. And I think my word last year ended up being consistent. I'd have to go back and check because I think I think I remember actually talking about that. But I think for 2019, my word is intention or intentional. And part of that is because I have found over the years that I often sort of run after things I want to do and I couldn't tell you why I want to do them other than that sounds really cool or I allow myself to get pulled away from what I'm working on even when it's difficult even when it kind of messes with my head even when it you know triggers some of my anxiety Um, I allow myself to be pulled away from that focus to do other things that aren't going to further my goals or don't help me or don't sustain me or aren't good for me. And that is true for many of us. Um, 
if I ever get to meet the person who's able to stay focused with everything they do every moment of the day, um, I might suggest that they go get checked because I just can't imagine that person existing. So it's not about being perfect in my intention and focus, but to focus on being intentional so that when I feel myself getting pulled away, I have to remind myself and say to myself, hey self, is this furthering your goals? Is this part of the plan? How does this fit into what you want to do? And that's how I think of of the concept of being intentional, especially as we're trying to build careers or build side hustles or just build an income. So we've talked about this many times in the past. Um, My ultimate goal is actually not to be a freelancer anymore, but to do all of my own work for myself and get paid through my websites, my blogging, my Patreon, my product sales, my everything. Like that's the ultimate goal. I'm happy doing freelance work right now. I work with great clients. I'm very fortunate that I'm pretty much at a point where I get to pick my clients and I don't have to work with shitty people. Um, And I'm making really good money doing it. But if I want to try to move to that next step and get to that, for me, that next level, I'm gonna have to be really intentional. The other part of intentional that... um, John Brownstone would tell you that this should be my word every year. So it's not just my 2019 word, that's patience. Because the things we want that matter, the things that we have to work hard to get, the things that we have to focus on, none of them come quick or easy. They all require patience. So um, I'm working on that too. And hopefully with all of us, we can work on that together. But what I mean by that is not just that the work itself, writing blog posts, making video, recording audio, whatever whatever it is you make, right? Not only does that take time and not only does it take time to get good at that, it takes time to build an audience. It takes time to build a big enough audience that you can make any amount of money. Um, making money on the internet, unless you're selling some wild, crazy thing that everybody wants, Everything about making money on the internet is about volume. The more people, the more eyes, the more views, the more numbers, the more downloads, the better your chance of making any money. That's just a fact. And volume takes time. Volume takes effort. Volume takes practice. Volume takes patience. So getting the volume of your readership or your listeners or your YouTube count or whatever, it all takes time. So If we're gonna be intentional with how we spend our time and what we do and how we work on our goals, um, we also have to be patient. And I say all of that, one, because it's the beginning of the year if you're listening to this episode right as it comes out, and a lot of people are fired up about their goals. They're very excited. I know a few people personally who will probably listen to this episode eventually who have some like big, fat, hairy, scary goals, and I am so proud of them, and I believe that they can meet them. I also know there are people out there who have what, if we're gonna start doing this comparison game, which we should not be doing, would say that they have more modest goals or smaller goals, and I'm proud of you for that too, but I don't care how big or small your goal is, they all require focus and intention and patience, all of them, okay? 
So I wanted to sort of do this topic now, one, because it's been on my mind and two, because the last episode was all about goals for 2019 for, for any time and about setting them about having different types of goals from your really small goals to your gigantic ass goals that kind of scare you a little bit. And we talked about all of that. And if you haven't listened to episode 42 and you're kind of struggling with your goal setting, that's where I would, I would recommend that you go. And I had said in that episode that I was still trying to figure out my goals and that I might talk about them later. Well, I'm still struggling with goals, and but here's why. I am very much used to getting to the end of a year, looking at the new year ahead. And like I said, I've said many times, I do not set resolutions. I find those silly. I set goals. Um, and I had no goals to set for 2019. Like I, I get to the beginning of a year, I'm like, look at all these fun, shiny, really cool things we're going to do this year. Won't this be great? And I didn't do that for this year. And while I spent 10 days at my mom's house, um, we traveled, I you know didn't really work that much. I did, had to do a little bit, but not much. And I was just real low key and chill and had a cold. Let me just point that out to you. I got sick again. It's very annoyed. Anyway, um, and I went through sort of a mental slump. It wasn't anxiety, it wasn't depression, but man, it was something in there. And it took me a couple days to figure out why. And the reason why is because I had no happy, shiny goals to get excited about. I'm watching people on Twitter and Instagram and all of the social media places talk about how excited they are for their 2019 goals and the things they're gonna do. And they're gonna you know, pretty much take on the world and make it their bitch, kind of. Um, and I didn't have any of that. And it really messed with my mind. And I didn't know what to do about that. And then I did what I always do when I get like that. I just sort of did a deep dive into my head and I started thinking about it. I had to think about what I was thinking about. I had to think about what I was feeling about it. Then I had to decide what all that meant. Then I had to figure out what I was gonna do about it. That in a nutshell is how my brain works all the time. Um, (laughs) And what I realized is that it was difficult for me not to have bright, shiny new goals that are fun to talk about and think about. But the reality is, is I've got a shit ton of goals left over from some from 2017, but a lot, most of them are from 2018. And that's where it goes back to the intentional and the focus and, and the patience. Because I think for a lot of us, we kind of put a time frame on our goals. If I set it for January 1st, 2019, that means I should be done by December 31st, 2019. And some goals are like that. In some goals, you're like, I am going to complete a marathon this year. Well, you start and you finish and there you go. You've done it in the year. Some goals are bigger or broader or squishier or just more complicated than that. And they don't have a clear time frame they get done when they get done and some things are ongoing. So if I say my goal, quote unquote, is to be a blogger, well, I reached that goal the moment I started my blog in 2012, didn't I? You know, if my goal is to be a certain type of blogger, a certain level of status, I don't know, do we have statuses as bloggers? I don't think so, I don't think in those terms, but maybe we do. You know, that's a goal, but what happens after that? Does that mean I stop blogging because I reached that goal? Well, of course not. You keep moving forward. And many of the goals that I've set and many of the goals that you guys set for yourself, for your income, for your blogs, for your side hustle, for are you going to go, you know, are you going to work for yourself, whatever. These are not one and done things. These are ongoing processes. 
So you start working on them and you start achieving different levels. It goes back to those small, medium goals. You achieve those levels, but it's not like you go, oh, well, that goal's done. I'm, I'm done. We're going to do something else now. No, you keep moving forward. And that's where I'm at in my career, I guess we'll call this, is that my goals have gotten bigger and more long-term and they require a lot more focus. And I can't just make a pretty to-do list, check off that list and I'm done with my goal. That's just not how it all works. I'm trying to build a brand, trying to build a business, I'm trying to build an audience. And yes, I have an audience, but I want that audience to grow. So that means the work towards the goal is actually never done. Now, we could say that if I get to a point where I can kindly let go of any uh, freelance client I have, because all of my income is coming from all of these other sites that I run, then I have reached that goal, but the work doesn't stop just because I've reached that goal. So back all that up to say, just because I set a goal in 2018, doesn't mean I'm done working on it in 2019. And for me, it would have felt really irresponsible to say, you know, I haven't finished those 2018 goals. In fact, I'm not even halfway there, but I'll go ahead and set some new ones on top of those. Because see, that's what I did for 2018. I had a shit ton of goals in 2018. I reached, I think, one of them out of the whole year, maybe two. I'd have to go back and look. And I have been, I have not wanted to go back and look. It just feels too depressing. So, because that's what I did. I had a goal for myself in 2017. I didn't actually quite reach it. I was still working on it. And I went, "Eh, let's add some more on for 2018 and just really make our brain explode. And I couldn't, I just couldn't do that to myself for 2019. Now, the other thing is I have a lot of personal goals that we've been working on. 2018, we'll work on in 2019 and some we'll still be working on in 2020, you know, moving and selling our condo and all these other things. So the right decision was not to make new 2019 goals, but to stay focused on everything I said I've, I've been saying I've wanted to do since 2017 and now 2018 and keep working on those. But as somebody who lives to set new goals and make new to-do lists, it's like my favorite thing. Um, it was hard. It was very, very hard. So I had to get real with myself. Like I said, I had to do the deep dive into my head. And what kept coming back to me was that in order to be able to figure out what the next thing is, I have to get to this thing. I have to say that I have reached this goal and now what comes next, because what comes next is not stopping. For me, these goals grow on themselves. I say I want to be this type of blogger. And when I get there, then I go, okay, well, I now I want to add this to it. So I wanted to be a sex blogger. I did that. I wanted to be a sex blogger with a decent audience and make money writing. I did that. Now I want to have a podcast. I did that. But I've never stopped everything else. I've just added to it, right? So I'm still in the process of working on what I set for myself in 2018 and trying to get really good at it. And that's where being intentional came into it for me. That's when I really started thinking about it. And I I got a little granular because it wasn't just about, well, what does it mean to focus on my goals? Part of that's time management, which I started working on a lot in 2018. I now do calendar blocking. I need to put that on my topic list for you guys so we can talk about it. Um, I have a, a, a method that I use to, quote, find extra time in my day. I'm going to be talking about that at Eroticon in March. And then I'll talk about it on the blog because, you know, we don't want spoilers, y'all. Um, and so part of it's been time management. 
Part of it has been being very aware of my mental health. Um, And part of it getting really granular was where I spend my time that is what I would call my time. So if I'm calendar blocking and I'm managing my time very, very strictly so I know these are the times of day I have to do these things and that means I'm not scrolling through Twitter and I'm not playing online and I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that, I have to have time outside of that to unwind and relax. Well, Part of that for me, I had, I, when I got intentional about it, I was like, well, how am I spending my time? What is it doing for me? Is it furthering my plans or is it stopping me in my tracks? And when I mean stopping me in my tracks, I mean my head gets in the way, my anxiety gets triggered or I get depressed or something happens. And that's not outside forces fault. It's, it's that I'm choosing to do things that I know are not good for me. One of them is spend mindless amount of time scrolling through Twitter. As much as I love talking to people on Twitter, I know that has a direct link with my my attitude and my outlook and my mental health. Um, I also knew that I was not taking care of my health in the best way that I could. Um, so I spent all that time over the holidays while I was being depressed that I didn't have shiny new goals, thinking about what I needed to do with my time that was intentional, that would then feed into the rest of my day so I could focus on the things I wanna work on, if that makes any amount of sense. So how does this relate to all y'all other than listening to me sort of ramble for the past 15 minutes or whatever? Um, I think there are some things that you can take from that. If any of this speaks to you, if you're like, yeah, I need to focus and I want to be more intentional with what I'm doing, because I think we, when we're honest with ourselves, we know when we're not. We know when we have that really big goal, you're gonna pitch an, a topic idea to some publication that you really wanna be in. Or you're gonna you know, approach that company and say, hey, I could do this graphics job for you, please hire me, and they give you a trial basis kind of job, right? And we, we work on these big things that further our goals and then we get scared We procrastinate, which procrastination is actually usually um, a habit derived from fear. It's not that we are procrastinators, it's that we have a habit of procrastination and that comes from fear and anxiety. Um, Or we're perfectionists, which is also part of anxiety, um, and we don't work on it. Or we get distracted. We're like, oh, I, I like that goal, but ooh, look at this person over here, what are they doing? That happens to all of us. So I'm, I'm hoping that somebody out there is listening to this going, yes, yes, I could use some more intention in my life. I, I need more focus. And with intention and focus, do come patience. That's, that's an automatic. You cannot have the, the feeling of wanting to be intentional with what you do and the feeling of wanting to and trying to focus more without patience because if you're focusing and you're only willing to focus for the 30 seconds and not the 30 days or the 30 months, it's going to be very difficult for you because you can't just focus for five seconds, do a thing and go, oh, well, I did the thing. Success will now rain down upon my head. No, it just doesn't work that way. I do not think you have to be focused 24 seven. 
This is practice, not perfection. Um, I do not think that you have to ignore everything else in your world while you focus on your goals. I think that's probably quite unhealthy. Um, but I do think there are bad habits we get into that take away our focus, that cause us not to be intentional with what we're doing. And so then we're just sort of flailing about and we don't know what the hell we're doing. So that's what I'm going to leave you with um, at the end of this. Um, some things that I'm trying to do so that I keep my focus, I keep my eyes on the prize, I work towards my goals, I use my time wisely, and I'm, I choose activities and things that feed not only my goals, but uh, feed myself, that feed my brain, that feed my mental health, that feed my physical health, so that I can continue doing the things I wanna do. And I do mean it is as granular as I now have a nighttime stretching routine, one, because my back is very stiff from doing a lot of sitting lately, and two, because it's supposed to help me sleep a little bit better. I'm creating a journaling routine, which I love to journal, um, I get very annoyed with myself when I don't do it because I know how good it is for me, but I'm creating a journaling routine in hopes that I can keep my anxiety. I can't make it not happen. It's going to hit when it's going to hit, but if I can reduce it or if I can minimize the effects of anxiety, do you know what that means? That means I have more time to work on my goals. I lost a lot of time in 2018 to mental health and physical health. Physical health, I'm mostly back on track with. I got a few things I got to tweak. My mental health has been cycling like crazy over the past three months. I get to say crazy because I'm a crazy person. We've had me tested. Um, so that's why being intentional with things is both a really big concept and a really, really small concept. Like if your intention is to produce more content, then you have to then look at what prevents you from doing that. What gets in your way? Some of it is your own head. Some of it are, some of it's about your own fears. And so then you have to work on those things and whatever that means for you. And some of it is bigger things. It's, you know, the way your life is set up or your physical health or your mental health, or there are all kinds of things, but that's how I'm looking at life. I'm looking at life through the, in, the lens of what does not further my goals, what does not suit my life, what does not help me. And by helping me, I mean, keep me healthy, keep me happy, keep me whole. And if it does not fit within that purpose and it's going to cause strife and harm and keep me not only from being a happy, healthy human being, but from getting my shit done, then I am much less interested in it. So I've now gone on another five minute rant. So let's get to the things where I think this can apply to you if this topic speaks to you, okay? And I am not claiming to have all the answers. I think that if this topic does speak to you and the, the concept of being intentional in everything you do and, and seeing how everything connects to each other, um, you're gonna have to do your own deep dive into your head to figure out what that means for you. And you're gonna have to be really honest about what stops you, what gets in your way, that's usually you on some level, but what else? Are there outside forces? What's going on? And then what you can do to work around them or to work through them. Okay, so the first thing that immediately came to mind when I was typing this little list, and there's only like three things, is that you have to have the patience and the focus to stick with a plan. So part of being intentional is to say, these are the things I'm going to do that I think will move me forward and get me to my goal, get me closer to my goal. 
This is the plan. Now, I do not believe you have to stick with the plan just because it's a plan. I don't think we need to keep doing things that don't work. We've talked in past episodes about when to know when to quit and when to know that maybe it's time to keep going. Um, But it is also very easy to make a plan, see what somebody else is doing, read a book or a blog post or listen to a podcast or watch a video of what somebody else is doing and immediately question everything. So before you make your plan and as you're making your plan, yes, you absolutely need to research. You need to to ask questions of people you trust, see what other people have done, decide for yourself, does that feel right to me? Is that gonna fit with what I wanna do? Is that gonna fit my personality? And come up with a plan, okay? Once you have the plan, you can't know if it's going to work until you start working the plan, okay? You have to try it and you have to give it that that sad old phrase, the old college try, right? You got to go in there and you got to give it your best effort. And if things aren't working, you might need to tweak. You might need to remove things. You might go, oh, oh, I thought that would be a good idea. And that does not feel right at all. This is not me. And you adjust your plan. But what you don't do is look at your plan for five minutes and then spend 15 minutes looking at what everybody else is doing. Look at your plan for five minutes and then spend 20 minutes looking at what everybody else is doing. How can I give you this advice? Because it's what I fucking have done for years and it's very frustrating. So take the time to research, educate yourself. That's my dog in the background barking. Um, He is mad about something. Sorry, y'all. And come up with a plan and stick to it as best as you can. The second thing, especially once you have your plan, try not to chase the bright, shiny things. There will always be a new method. There will always be a new tool. There will always be a new way. There will always be a new person. There will always, always, always be something new and bright and shiny. And when it fits with your plan, go try it, especially in the name of finding more time, getting more efficient, automating, you know, whatever. If it furthers your plan, it it fits into your plan, go try the bright, shiny new thing. But if you spend all of your time because it feels easier to do nothing but the research on your plan going, ooh, I could try that online tool or ooh, I could try that online method or ooh, here's this new thing I need to read or listen to or watch and you're not doing the work then the bright shiny thing is getting in your way. And it's possible you're using it as sort of a crutch to not have to do the thing that scares you. I get it. Um, But when that's where, where you're at, when you're constantly looking up and out, instead of looking down at the work you're trying to do and focusing on the one thing you're trying to do, that's what you end up doing. You end up chasing bright, shiny objects. And it, it is the absolute opposite of being intentional. And the third thing, and this is the thing I will leave you with because it is the thing I have struggled with. It is the thing I see a lot of, especially bloggers, but I think any creative person, um, I see it on Twitter mostly. We all struggle with this, so you are not alone. You have got, you and I and all of us have got to worry less about what other people are doing and pay less attention to what they're doing too. Now, I don't mean ignore all your friends. If they're doing cool things, celebrate them you know, pump them up, pimp them on your blog, whatever. Absolutely. Let us cheer each other on because God knows we could all use more positivity in our lives. But if you spend any amount of your day scrolling through some part of social media in your online life, and all you're doing is playing that compare and contrast game 
of what that person's doing that you're not and what that person's doing that you're not, you are the furthest you can be away from focusing on your goals and having intention and being intentional with your time and your energy and your efforts. Because watching what other people do will not help you reach your goals. You're not gonna get there by going, oh, that's what that person's doing. And gosh, don't I suck by comparison. I suck by comparison. You suck by comparison. We all suck by comparison. I think if we can all just agree that if all we did all day was compare ourselves to people we admire, we all suck. So if we all suck, then there's no need to compare because there's the answer, we all suck. So stop that. For me, it means I have to to turn off Twitter. I have to close the, the tab in my browser. I have to put my phone in another room. I have to limit my time because the sex blogger community on Twitter is pretty vibrant. We don't always agree on things and I think that's pretty healthy. Um, and people have opinions and some opinions I go, yeah, I'm right there with. And some opinions I go, oh, am I too old? I just don't understand that. Um, but I, I'm also going, oh, look at them getting published over there. Oh, look at them doing that thing. Oh, and here's the one. And I know I cannot be the only one who goes through this. Look at them promoting that thing that I wish I was promoting a thing of my own, not that thing, but my own thing. And they're promoting a thing. They're tweeting about a, th- a product on their website. Clearly they have their shit more together than I do. Well, that's some bullshit because just because you see a tweet doesn't mean anybody's clicked on that link, bought that product, or that they are rolling in the dough. They're likely not, quite frankly. We are all struggling to figure out the monetization of the sex blogging world, and it is a struggle for many of us, okay? So, and I do that. I see somebody like, I've put out a course, I've put out a book. Oh God, watching people put out nonfiction books, I am so happy for them. And I'm like, ooh, another book that I really, really would like to read. Also, what am I doing with my life? Not a fucking thing. These are things I think. And I know that if I'm thinking them, somebody else is thinking them too. But you know what's not serving me in any way, shape or form? Doing any of that. Because doing that and spending my time looking outward, it's just another way of looking out instead of looking down and focusing on what's on my computer screen, what's in the book, what's in my journal, what's in my hand, whatever it is I'm working on, right? It's just another distraction. It's just another way to avoid doing the work. And sometimes we feel this sort of compulsion to do it. And sometimes we're we're not sure why we're doing it, but we're doing it maybe because it's fear of missing out. Maybe it's because we are researching and what we're researching that day is how everybody else is doing things that we're not. Trademark that. Um, <laughs> but you're not, but if we keep doing that, if I keep doing it, if you keep doing it, we're not gonna get to where we're trying to go. And where I'm trying to go might sound like where somebody else is trying to go, but it's still two separate paths and we have to go down our own individual path. I say, you know, use best practices, ask advice, get feedback. Yes, to all of that plan, research, educate yourself, of course, but ultimately we have to focus on our own path and we have to walk down it. And the only way to walk down it without falling all over the place and tripping over our own two feet is to be intentional and to look down at the path we're on and stop spending so much time looking at what everybody else is doing because it is not serving us at all. I knew I had a rant in me. I knew I did. You wanna know how I knew I had a rant in me? I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about in this episode today. And I stood in front of my bathroom mirror for 15 minutes and ranted a pretend conversation that I still haven't had. I knew I had a rant. (laughs) I love you guys. I want 
all of us to be successful. I want me to be successful. I want you to be successful. I want to prove that it's not just in the vanilla world where you can have a website and make some money off of it. It's not just in the vanilla world where you can create content and art and amazing things that comes just straight from your brain and make money at it. The sex world can do it too. The sex blogging world can do it too. I just, and the moment I figure it out, y'all, I'll let you know, I'm still working on it myself. Um, but I do think that sometimes we have to worry a lot less about the outside world and spend more time on ourselves, what's good for us, what um, fulfills us, what helps us push the ball a little further down the field. It's my one and only sports metaphor, y'all. I don't know too much. <laughs> um, so that we can reach our goals. So that is what I have to say about that this week. Um, I do, I meant to mention this at the top and then I forgot because I was so excited about this um, topic because it really has been on my mind a lot lately. Uh, I want to let you know that I appreciate every single one of you that listen, that read, that comment, that talk to me, that email. Um, My favor, and you'll hear me ask this probably a lot in 2019, my favor of you is that if you hear something or read something and it helps you um, in whatever place you're on in your Smut Lancer path, that you share it. Um, I've been very, very fortunate and grateful to the bloggers who um, have shared some of my content and I participate in eLust. If you don't know what that is, you totally need to to check that out as a way to share your content. Um, But this is the little baby blog that could. And I think probably the only way it'll ever grow is word of mouth. So when you feel compelled to, when you feel moved to, when I've said something or written something or offered something that's genuinely helpful, please feel free to share it with other um, content creators, um, sex or vanilla. My focus is obviously on sex, Um, whether they're bloggers or graphic artists or vloggers or podcasters, whoever you know out there that's trying to to do this thing that we're all trying to do, um, please feel free to share it. That will help me out. And hopefully it will help them out because the more the more people that I feel like I can reach and the more people who can get some of the help I didn't have five years ago when I started my freelance life, um, three or four years ago when I realized that what I really wanted to do is write about sex, the more, you know, we all rise together and we are not each other's competition and we can make the um, content creation world of sex, sex blogging, sex writing, sex whatever, we can make it more professional and we can be seen as the professionals we are. And I'm hoping that the Smut Lancer podcast and website um, can play a part in that. So there's that. So thank you for that. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast with me, Kayla Lords. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great info at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow the Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm at the Smut Lancer in all three places. Feel free to reach out there or by email at Kayla at thesmutlancer.com with questions or topic suggestions. Thanks for listening. Let's do this again next week. Mm-hmm.